Is there, it on now? There you are. Against my better judgment, here is your third episode. This is so exciting. My third episode of podcasting. Yep. Three times. So what you've been up... So who... Who's people... Yeah. What people's lives have you saved? Saved? Yeah. From dying. When? When you were at work. That what I'm trying to say is have you what have you been up to lately? <laughs> I've been at work, Evie. Mm. I don't generally save people from dying. I, I help people access the doctors. Ah, okay. Or mm. I I help people stop um breaking things when they get frustrated. Breaking what? Uh, iPads. <gasps> hey up, I'm Heathcote and this is Consistently Eccentric, a British history podcast where we try to make sense of some of the lesser known and more absurd people and events these islands have produced. So let's get started with... Can I begin? No. Evie. Now you may begin. Okay. <laughs> this story takes place after the plague. After? Yes. Because, as you know, the plague was caused by gerbils. Damn it, gerbils. Put you in time, time out. Yes. But now we have forgiven the gerbils. I have not forgiven the gerbils. Why? They caused the plague, Evie. That was a big thing. Well, to you it was, to me it isn't, because it stopped... I'll tell you who it was a big deal to. The people who were living in England at the time the plague hit, because between a third and a half of all the people living in the country at the time died of the plague that was brought over by those damn gerbils. That's just giving me nightmare fuel and I don't like it. Stop it. Well, it's, it's like I say, this is after the plague. So we're talking about the survivors, okay? Yay! Yay! Because, as there were so few people, it naturally meant that there weren't enough people to do all of the jobs that needed doing. So, if you needed people to do the farming, and half of the people weren't there anymore, you wouldn't be able to do the farming, would you? Because you'd only have half the amount of people you needed. Yeah, the jobs that can't be done. The jobs that can't be done. Well, that's what we're talking about today. So... With half the population gone somewhere else, where they couldn't work, it meant there was a shortage of people to do essential jobs. So you wouldn't have enough doctors, you wouldn't have enough bakers, you wouldn't have enough people doing the farms. You Everywhere there were shortages of people to do the things that needed doing. Yeah? Yeah. Normally, if there are only a few people and lots of jobs, what should happen is that the people wanting you to do the job would offer to pay you more to try and get you to pick their job over all the other jobs that you could be doing. I would just pick the farm job because I love farms. Well, if you love farms, Evie, and there were four different people who owned farms who were offering you a job, you'd go to the one that paid the most, wouldn't you? Paid the most? Gave you the most money for your work. I'll just go to all of them. I'll just say... Um, excuse me, I think it will be better if mm. we do it together because then there'll be more people providing food in the world. 
Right. Okay. But most people would go to the job that gave them the most money, so they had the most money to spend on things. I'll I'll just enjoy being poor. Oh, you would have done great in this era because the king and his nobles, they didn't want to have to pay people more money. They thought that was a really bad idea because then they'd have less money and they liked being rich. So instead of paying people more money because there were less workers, they decided that what they'd do is they'd pass some laws. I think you should, you should just give them 50p a week, like me. To be honest, at this time, 50p a week would have been a brilliant wage. Yeah, because then you'll just spend less money. And also, Mm. it's it's like pocket money, but giving it to somebody else. No, these people, Evie, they had to pay for their house. They had to pay for all their food, all their fuel. They had to pay for all their clothes. These were people who had families as well. So they had to pay for their wife's clothes and their kids' clothes. And all the food for everyone. So they needed a bit of money. But the king and the nobles, they didn't want to pay it. They should have just just said, excuse me, we are very poor people. So please, please, can you just make the money, make the money charge a bit lower? Yeah, but then again, the rich people wouldn't make more money if they did that for the poor people. So what they did instead is they passed some laws including the Ordinance of Labourers in 1349 and the Statute of Labourers in 1351. 1351? That's... These? It's a long time ago, isn't it? Yeah. Was that when King Carol? No, this is 300 years after. Um, these laws made it illegal to refuse to do work if you were under the age of 60. So you had to work if you were under the age of 60 and someone told you to. It made it illegal to ask for more money, so you couldn't ask to have more money for your work. And it made it illegal to give any money to any beggars who could work. So if someone was asking for money on the street and you gave them money, you could be arrested. Because the king and his nobles went, those beggars, they should be working. So don't go giving them money or they'll think they don't have to work. I think I'm on the poor people's side at the moment. Oh, yeah. Well, Yeah, because the kings and the the noblemen are just making it unfair for the poor people. They need money to survive. Because if you don't have money, then you can't have food, have fuel, have clothes, or have, have anything that they need. Any nice things as well. Yeah, mm. any nice things. Well, you and that's just being rude and mean. Well, the poor people felt a lot like you, and they didn't like the laws that had been passed. And also, mm. that's just selfish mm. and disappointing. Well, the, for their mums, the poor people didn't like these laws, and they decided that what they were going to do is they were going to ignore them, even when the punishment for doing so was expanded to include branding. What is branding? That is where you take a red-hot poker, so you take a piece of metal, you heat it up in a fire till it's red-hot, and then you push it into someone's skin to leave a mark. Does it? Does it hurt? Oh, it hurts. Yeah. But even when they said, right, if you don't don't do what we say, we're going to brand you, the poor people and the workers went, yeah, we still want more money, please. We still think we're worth more money than you're paying us. 
Despite the best efforts of the rich landowners, many workers were able to earn enough that they could start affording expensive foods and fancy goods and fancy clothes. So some, some of the workers were making so much money that they could start to buy things like olives. Olives! I love olives! I know, and meat. Olives are deliciously salty. And they were able to wear things like fancy hats and smart boots and all good things. I would like to dress up as Bilbo Baggins. Yeah, well, fancy cloaks as well. But the rich didn't like that at all because one of the ways they could tell who was rich and who was a worker was by the way you dressed and by what you ate because only the rich could dress fancy and buy the best foods. So they passed laws in 1361 that banned workers from being allowed to buy things that the rich and the nobles felt they didn't deserve. So they said, all these fancy things that you're buying, it's now illegal for you to buy them. You can't have the olives anymore, sir. Boo! 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 Your fancy hat, your fancy hat, give it to me. It is my hat now. You're not allowed a fancy hat. Here, What? you have this cloth cap. That's for you. No! I want my my tiny daddy hat back. <laughs> Give me my tiny daddy hat. Fancy hats. My hat is not fancy, Evie. I like my my tiny daddy hat. I think I even in these times, I would be allowed to keep my hat. I don't think it was considered fancy. Hooray! These laws were known as sumptuary laws, I'm... and the nobles will continue to da- pass different versions, decreeing who could wear what and what the working class were not allowed to eat or own for at least the next 200 years. Boo! I know. So you're still on the side of the worker? Yes! Good stuff. I'm still on the side of the poor people. Well, again, these laws weren't particularly popular with the working classes because they just started to get some money and be able to buy some of the stuff they'd always wanted and now the rich were going, even though you could afford it, even though you do have the money, it's illegal for you to buy it now. So... why is olives... Because they had to be imported from Greece and Italy, and that cost a lot of money. I love olives. I know. They're no longer considered fancy goods now, I don't think. Hooray! All people are allowed them. Hooray! Because I love olives. They're so delicious and tasty and sour. But what I'm trying to tell you, Evie, is that between the end of the plague and about the 1370s, Lots of poor people and lots of working class people, they were getting pretty annoyed with the way things were going. So am I. Mm. I just want to punch those guys in the face. Okay. Which was unfortunate, because at that time, England was in the middle of a war with France. Why? Um, Over land, who controlled what? It is known now as the Hundred Years' War. The Hundred Years' War? Yes. It went on for a very, very long time. Don't tell me. In the 1370s, it wasn't going particularly well for the English. They were losing a lot of battles. Which, when you're not doing well in your war, means that it's going to cost a lot of money. So, in 1377, the king, advised by John O'Gaunt, who is the man who used to own Lancaster Castle... John O'Gaunt? That's a very, very funny name. You know, as you're walking into the castle, there's the big stone head... Yeah. With the with the helmet on. Yeah. Who looks a bit silly. Yeah. That's John O'Gaunt. <laughs> what? Yeah. What? He owned all of Lancaster Castle? 
castle. He owned much more than that. He was he, a big landowner. Wow, he owned a cafe. I don't believe the cafe was part of Lancaster Castle at, when John O'Gorn owned it. Oh. I think that was a later was the installation. Witch, was the witch... This is predating the witches, yeah. Was the witch... This is before the witches. Phew. Okay. But John, he, d- he said to the king, what you need to do is you need to make a law that says that everyone in the country has to pay some money to help fund the army. This was called the poll tax, and it cost 4p for everyone over the age of 14. Which I'm not 14. No, so you wouldn't have to pay the poll tax, but I would, mummy would, all your aunties and uncles would. Flynn would! And although today 4p is not a lot, back then, especially if you were working class, it was a heck of a lot of money. And people didn't like being asked to pay this tax. But they were told, it's just a one-off. You give us this 4p and we won't ask again. Why are they doing this? They're just being selfish and silly. Boo! They're doing it to pay for the army so that it can continue to get beaten by the French. Because the war kept going on. And even though they'd said it was a one-off tax, they were only going to ask for the money once. In 1379, the king and John of Gaunt and all of his advisers they decided they were going to do another poll tax and they were going to ask for another load of money from people. Boo! You can only do it once. You said you, you, you would only do it once. That's just unfair. Boo! By the time they introduced the third poll tax in November, in November of the 1380, in November of 1380... Stop just asking people for money! You're not poor! Well, everyone in the country was getting really angry by the third one, especially as they were expected to pay 12p this time round. What? They're not poor. They're... The, 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 the king was really rich at that time. They're just being selfish, asking for more money. Well, yes. Stop doing the pay taxes or I'll just you think you. you think it's going to cause fights? Well, it was not surprising that many people decided that they just weren't going to pay the third tax. Yeah, I'm not. If I was a person in that time, I would n- I would not pay the second tax too. Right, well, it got so bad that King Richard II... Richard? King Richard II, the, second? the new king, who was only 14 at this time, he's only 14 years old, he sent out tax collectors to threaten people with being sent to prison if they didn't pay. So he's like, not enough people are sending in the money, so I need you to go out to all the bits of England and to threaten people and say, well, if you don't pay, I'm taking you and putting you in prison. And that'll get people to pay. For how much years? Until they paid. If I was sent to prison, I would just go, fine. But no more pay taxes for you. I'll only give you one last bit of money or else. A tax collector <clears throat> called John Bampton. I love people called John. Okay, well, a tax collector called John Bampton was sent to Essex on the 30th of May, 1381. He demanded that representatives from the villages of Brentwood, Corringham, Fobbing... and Fobbing? Yes, there's a place in Essex called Fobbing. Fobbing. And Stamfordly Hope. Stamfordly Hope? Stamfordly Hope. <laughs> come to see him the next day to apologise for not paying the tax and to bring him all of the money they owed. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Well, the representatives from all the villages turned up. But instead of bringing money, 
they brought bows and heavy sticks. <laughs> Why? Because they were not willing to pay and they were willing to fight. What so they are have bows? Bows and arrows. Oh. They have bows and arrows and big heavy sticks. Pickaxes! No one said anything about pickaxes. You're yes. back to dwarves again. Yes, here. pickaxes. Okay, they also brought 14 dwarves with pickaxes. Yay! John Bampton. Was Bilbo Baggins involved? No, because this isn't the Shire, this is Essex. Yes, Bilbo Baggins was involved and he was a very good fighter. John Bampton, perhaps a little unwisely, decided to try and arrest one of the men called Thomas Baker. Thomas and his friends were not happy with this and began firing their bows at John and his helpers and beating them with sticks. <laughs> Why? Stop it! Stop it! John Bampton ran Stop. away back to London. Oh, like this. Oh, mm. no, I don't want to be threatened. But a half a dozen of the people he was with weren't quite so lucky. And they got shot in the bottom with arrows and shot in the knee with arrows. And generally had a really bad day. All he was supposed to be doing was collecting some money and they ended up getting beaten with sticks. Which is never a good way for the day to go, is it? No. No. If you've woken up in the morning and you're thinking, I'm just going to go and have a chat to some people, they're going to give me some money. And then you end up getting an arrow in the bottom and beaten with a stick. Has that gone well? No. No. Now, that was the beginning of what would become known as the Peasants' Revolt. Peasants? What a peasant? Peasants are poor people. It's a derogatory term. It's a, it's a nasty term for poor people. Soon, there were thousands of people in Essex joining the revolt. And other groups in Sussex and Kent decided that they wanted to join in as well because they weren't big fans of paying this tax. Kent? Yeah, it's another bit of England, darling. Kent is one of the house teams in my school. Yes, that's because it's the name of a river near here. But it's also the name of a county. What's a county? An area of England. There are a few counties, like Lan Lancashire's a county. Area? So yes, people from Kent wanted to join in as well. They even, in Kent, managed to storm a jail in Maidstone to release a man who'd been arrested for taking a better job. What? And what job was that? I don't know, but it was illegal to take a better job, to change jobs. So he'd been arrested for changing jobs to make a bit more money. And they thought... Do you know what? That's so unfair. We're going to break into the jail and we're going to set him free. And they did, which was nice of them. Oh, that's so... So they're like, we're not paying taxes. And also, this guy shouldn't be in jail. So we're going to let him out and you can't stop us. And they couldn't because there were so many of them revolting that the local soldiers and the local bailiffs, they couldn't stop them. So they just had to go, OK, fine. You let him out of prison. Is that a good... And what was that person's name? I don't know what that person was called. There's a few more names I'll give out, though. Let's just call him Harry. Okay, Harry was let out of prison. Yay. The different groups of rebels from Sussex and from Kent and from Essex met up in Maidstone on June 7th, where they elected a man called Watt Tyler as their leader. Watt Tyler? Watt Tyler. <laughs> They were determined to force the king to get rid of all the laws that they felt were unfair and they began marching towards London. London! That's where the king was. They reached Canterbury on June 10th. What's Canterbury? Canterbury's a city with a big cathedral. 
cathedral. Uh, they stopped off to find anyone in the city involved in collecting taxes for the king, who they killed. Because they were really against taxes. If you were involved in the taxes, they didn't like you. Um, and it's very difficult to collect taxes if you are dead. You've got to admit. I would really, really just like to hide in a fish tank. Well, a lot of the guys who knew that the rebels were coming, who knew that the, the you know peasants' revolt was coming, they did hide. They were like, I think they wouldn't like me because I've been collecting taxes. So I'm just going to hide up this tree <laughs> or in this forest or in this basement. They all hid. After they'd sorted out the people of Canterbury, they set off again for the capital. And while they were on the road, marching towards London and singing songs and sharpening their swords <gasps> and loading up their bows and their arrows, no. they happened to come across the king's mother, Lady Joan. <laughs> Lady Joan. So they just happened to, so happened to bump into the king's mum. And what do you think they did to the king's mum? Killed her. No. <laughs> because she was collecting taxes for no. her son. No, they didn't kill her. <laughs> they let her go on her way. You don't go killing mothers. Evie, just because you've got a problem with the king doesn't mean you go and kill the king's <laughs> mother. naughty <laughs> but she's been collecting taxes no she hasn't her no she hasn't yes she has she was just going on her merry way <laughs> and they said hello king's mother hello lady joan we're going to have a word with your son and she went oh very good and then they said goodbye because you don't just go around <laughs> killing people's mothers. No, just her. Because she hasn't told her son off for let, for, for pu- putting people in prison for no for no reason, and also banishing poor people to the dungeon if they didn't pay taxes. That's just plain wrong. So she should have just stopped her son. Then they wouldn't have killed her. She didn't get killed. Yes, she They let did. her go on her way and she went to London. She got to London ahead of them and she told her son, King Richard II, mm, there's some angry people who want to have a word with you, my boy. You might want to think about that. Okay? And what did he do about it? First thing, he went to the Tower of London because that was a place that was very, very secure. And he was very, very worried by what his mum had said. Second? Hmm? Second, what did he do next? Oh, well, second, he asked how many of his armies were close by because he felt he'd need some reinforcements. And he was told that most of his armies were in France, which was too far away to help, and those that weren't in France were up near Scotland. Yay, I love Scotland. Well, the Scottish were looking like they were going to want to fight with England as well. So he had all, all of his forces up there, which meant that they weren't going to be able to help as well. So he's basically told that you've got a few hundred men here who will defend you. But otherwise, <clears throat> uh, we can't really do much. Just ask, um, excuse me, can you please just ride on things that are really fast? An entire army. Can you please ride on some cheetahs so you can please... So you can Your problem there, Evie, is that you'd have to London. import the cheetahs from Africa first. 
And that seems like it would take longer than the army marching down from Scotland, doesn't it? Then just ask them to to run really fast. He did ask them to run really fast, but even then it was going to take many days before anyone got to him. Okay? Just ask them to build a time machine. <clears throat> so, with only a few hundred soldiers, and knowing that there were thousands and thousands of rebels on their way to his city... What were they going to do with him? Well, he didn't know, but he decided the best thing to do would be to try and have a chat with them, to try and negotiate and say, well, what do you want? Maybe we can come up to, with some deal here. I I think I know what they want. What do they want? Because he is so rich, I think they want want to kill him because he because they don't have much money and he has the more money. So so I think the best job to do for that king is to just say, Okay, what you want, I'll give it to you. And I'll also pay you back with some of my money. Right, so you think and he then, should just offer them some of his money? Yeah. Okay. And well, also he should he should apologize for doing all of those taxes. Okay. And he should have a think think on the naughty step about it. Okay. Well, do you want to know what he did do? What? He got on a boat and he sailed down the River Thames to Blackheath, which was where all the rebels River were Thames? hanging out. Yeah. I love the River Thames. And when he got there, he tried to shout from his boat to the rebels who were on the river bank. Excuse. Yeah. Excuse like this. Excuse me! Yeah, he tried I to shout from his boat. some of my money! He, he's, he was shouting, I want to talk! And the rebels went, no, you need to come. You need to come off your boat onto the banks to talk to us. And he went, no, I'd rather do it from the boat. And they went, well, we, we won't talk to you unless you get off the boat. And in the end, he was a bit too scared to get off the boat just in case they did want to, want to kill him, even though they said they didn't. They said they were happy with him as king. They just didn't like the taxes and the laws. So, like, you, when we're happy with you being king, you just need to change some things for us, okay? But he didn't trust them, so he got back on his boat and went back to the Tower of London. So, later that afternoon, the rebels marched across London Bridge into the city. Uh, and, and into the Tower of London! No, the Tower of London was locked up. But what they did do was they opened the north gates of London to let other rebels in who'd been marching from the north. So they filled London with um, rebels. Stop it. Just um, stop it, rebels. You're doing the wrong thing now. Why are they doing the wrong thing? They haven't done anything yet. With thousands of angry peasants in the city, the king... Peasants? Yeah. Stop saying un- unpleasant stuff. Okay. Stop. With thousands of angry working-class citizens. Is that better? Yes. In the city, the king was powerless to stop them burning buildings and letting people out of all of the prisons that they could find. Stop so burning any, houses down! Any, any houses that belonged to people who were involved with taxes, they burned down. Uh, and any but then pr- they were just poor! Yeah, well, stop. they were proving a point, weren't they? Stop it! And, I hate those people now! And The burner-down house people are not my favourite people anymore. And they were letting all of the people out of the prisons. Why? Because they were like, so many people have been put in prison for not paying taxes or for changing jobs or for trying to get better wages that we're just going to let everyone out of prison and you're going to have to start again because we think you've been very unfair, King. 
And King couldn't do anything about it because he was locked in the Tower of London because he was scared of, for his life. By the evening... The if rep- I was the king, mm-hmm. then I would just say, okay, I'll just come out of my tiny boat and I'll talk to you. Only if you promise you won't kill me. And then they would say yes, and then he would top out the boat and have an agreement, live happily ever after. The end. Right, well, by evening, the rebels were outside the Tower of London itself, and King Richard II, he could only look out at the crowd and the burning city and wonder what was going to happen next. He slept on it, and deciding that he had to do something, the next morning King Richard left the tower and went to meet the rebels and hear their demands. These demands included the surrender of some of his officials, who they blamed for the taxes, so that they could execute them. No! The abolition of unfair labour laws. So all the laws that they didn't like that were stopping them from getting better jobs and better pay. Yay! And a promise that the rebels would be allowed to return home without being arrested afterwards. No. No. Why not? They should go to prison and then Why they should, should they go, go to prison? Home. They should go home after one day in prison and then they what should go home. What are they go going home. to prison for, Evie? For burning other people's houses down and executing people. Well, they haven't executed anyone yet. Mm. Yet. Richard, King Richard, he agreed to some of the demands, announcing the abolition of serfdom which meant that people would be able to go wherever they wanted to find better jobs. And he announced that a lot of the laws that people didn't like wouldn't be wouldn't be there anymore and that he wouldn't do any more poll taxes. That is it. Super promise that he wouldn't do any more of those taxes. However, he refused to hand over any of his officials to be executed, instead promising that he would personally implement any justice that was required. So he said, look, I'm not going to let you execute them, but I'll have the trial... And we'll look what at, does trial mean? We'll, we'll take them to court. What does court mean? Oh, dear. I've got to explain the British judiciary system. Okay, so if somebody's committed a crime or you think they've committed a crime, they're arrested, yeah, by the police, yeah. and then they go to court where people argue for him having done the crime. So you have people saying it was him, and then you have other people defending him and saying it wasn't him. And then a jury, which is a group of people decide which argument wins so they decide if the person saying he's done it has given them enough evidence or whether the person who's saying he hasn't done it has given them enough evidence and then they decide whether the person's guilty or not guilty so the king said i'll hold a trial for all of these officials that you say have done naughty things and we'll see what happens but you can't just execute them can you please not say the g world word again what g g i ult guilty why? Are you guilty of something, Evie? No! Right. Well, then you have nothing to fear from justice. Just that I don't like... I don't like it when it's sad. Well, it's not sad. I don't like things when they're sad because then they make me sad. Okay, well... <clears throat> so he promised that. Unfortunately, by the time that he said that he wouldn't let them execute any of his officials... Another group of rebels had managed to get into the Tower of London and they had found many of the people that they actually wanted to execute. So they did. They chopped their heads off. Don't, 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 don't. Evie, it's okay. Don't. They unalived them. Can I go with they unalived them? 
Yes. Okay, so they found some of the people and they unalived them. Yes? Yes. And paraded them around the streets of London. However, while they were walking around the Tower of London, looking for people that they might want to unalive, they happened to bump into the king's sister. Who's that? I don't know, just the king's sister. Should she be a princess? Can you guess what they did to the princess? Unalived her. You don't go (laughs) killing the king's sister? Why would you why would they do that? She's done nothing wrong. She's not in charge of the taxes, Evie. Why first the king's mum, you think that she should be killed? Then the king's sister, what have you got against the royal family? No, I just think that they're because they're on the his side. I think they're on his side. Just tell me if they're if she's not alive unalive or no, not. They they let her go on her way. To find her mum. Yeah. They, these rebels, they, they just wanted change. They didn't just and, want to kill people. And then... Except the Flemish. And, and then mm-hmm. they went back to find their brother. Probably. And their son. However, because, they, because the rebels had made it into the Tower of London, King Richard decided he wasn't going to go back there. Instead, he went to another property he owned in London, another home, that was called the Great Wardrobe the Great Wardrobe! <laughs> that was the name of one of his houses. So he's going to lock himself in a wardrobe? That's Essentially, the, he that... locked himself in a wardrobe for the night, yes. <laughs> what? That's the dumbest idea I've ever heard of somebody hiding and defending itself. They can just crack the lock with a No, with it was a, a house. Clip. It was a house. It was just called the Great Wardrobe. Why is it called the Great Wardrobe? I guess that's where he stored his clothes. <laughs> And, and if you're that, a king, you have a lot of clothes. And also, I guess that that that's where 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 there's a house full of wardrobes. Now, with the king having agreed to their demands, and with most of the hated advisers unalived, many of the peasants decided that they had achieved their aims, and it was time to go home and get back to work, because they'd been told, "You can change jobs now." You can get better wages so, now. So they just slept on it, and the next day they went. They started off for home because they went. We got it, lads. He's promised no more taxes. He's promised that we can go and get better jobs. He's what a good promised king he is. not to kill. They're not, and they're also not going to kill his mother or his sister. Yeah, I think it was a good. I think it was good that they didn't because that allowed them and the king to make a deal. Could you imagine trying to make a deal with the king if you've just killed his mother? He's not going to be happy with you, is he? No. If he's, he's probably not going to agree to your demands if you've just killed his mum. If they told him. Mm. Oh, what? So they'd lie about killing his mum? Yes! I think he'd find out eventually. Why? You know, when she didn't turn up to Christmas. What? When she didn't turn up for the holidays. And you're like, where's mum? <laughs> and also... And then you the... found she died on a road near Essex. <laughs> and also, she's not fair for Thanksgiving. <laughs> This is both the wrong country for Thanksgiving and about 500 years before Thanksgiving became a holiday. <laughs> so Thanksgiving wasn't a thing in the 1300s. What? Thanksgiving is the most important time of the day. In the year for Americans, maybe. But there were no English people who'd gone to America at this point. We didn't know America existed. Yes. Okay. 
we were much more worried about Europe and that war with France. Europe? Yeah. That's, that's... the big bit of land right next door. However, even though most of the rebels thought they'd done a good job and they were very happy with what they'd done, what Tyler didn't feel the king had gone Who's far Tyler? enough. Who's Tyler? What Tyler, the leader. Oh, yeah. He didn't feel the king had gone far enough. So he and a few thousand men stayed in London and demanded to meet with the king again to tell him to change more laws. Because they were like... Boofer, who, Tyler? What, Tyler, not who, Tyler? What, Tyler? There you go. He was like, look, the king just did exactly what we told him to. I bet we could tell him to do more things that we want. So we'll arrange to meet with him again and we'll just tell him to do a load more stuff for us. Boo. What, you don't think that's going to work? Nope. Okay, well, I let's think sh- he should have just gone, okay, lads, we've got everything we need. We should just ask him to change to change one teensy little bit of the rule and say that we can unalive one more person. Mm, well, one more person may get unalived, don't worry. Because the next day... You I- think I'm happy with people getting unalived? You seem keen enough for the king's oh, mother to be unalived and the king's sister to be unalived. I am not happy that people who are not the royal family are getting unalived. Right. What, you, what kind of person do you think I am? Right, well, the next day, after having a quick pray at Westminster Abbey... Which pray? Is, yeah. Like this? Yeah, you know that building where we watched where the Queen's funeral was? Yeah. That's Westminster Abbey. So we had a quick pray there. Uh, King Richard II rode outside the city walls to meet the still revolting Watt Tyler at a place called Smithfield. Richard met Watt face to face, man to man. I say man to man, Richard was 14 years old, so 14 year old boy to man. 14 year old boy to man? And Watt didn't show him the respect that a king might expect. He called Richard not sire or my liege, but brother. What? And he said that they could be friends. So he was now his brother. Well, that's what he was saying. I don't think the king liked that. He then demanded that the king make more changes to the laws and asked for a drink before he turned to leave. What? So he turned his back on the king as well. This was all too much for young Richard, who realised that if poor people started telling him what to do, then he probably wouldn't remain king much longer. Yep. Because if, if you're not in control, you can't really be king anymore, can you? Yeah, and you need to be strong to be king or people will just take your crown. Well, that's what happened to Harold, wasn't it? Yep. He I'm got so He got unalived by William and then William got the crown. And it could happen to young Richard because he's only 14, so he's not the strongest yet. I'm, I'm really, really sad for King Harold. I know, darling. I, I fear that I've that's an indelible mark, a uh, scar that I've created for you. It's okay. He got to be king for longer than I've ever been king. You've been king? No, I haven't. So he still... He may have only been king for a couple of months, but that's longer than I was king. Because I've never been king. I've never been queen. No. And neither of us will. I definitely won't be queen. <laughs> because you're a boy. For the moment. Because you're a man. So, after all of that disrespect, Richard told his men that they had to stop Watt from leaving. That he wasn't going to let him walk away. But why did he ask for a drink? 
I think just to just to try and get the king to give him things. It's like, yeah, get me, do what I say, give me a drink, I'm off. He was just being very rude. Yeah, unpolite. He should have say, said please and thank you. Well, if he had, the king probably wouldn't have ordered his men to grab Watts Tyler, which they did. There was a scuffle, and somehow Watts Tyler got stabbed. Then he got stabbed again. Then he, he got, got stabbed, stabbed again. again. This was because a royal squire called Ralph Standish had just discovered he really enjoyed stabbing people. What? Yeah. What the heck? Yeah, he was stabbing Watt Tyler quite a bit. To the point where Watt Tyler was unalived. Uh, so you do feel that Watt probably should have left with all of his mates. Yep. He po- should have said please and thank you. Well, that would have helped. It goes to show how important manners are, doesn't it? I've been writing this podcast three times. The unaliving of Watt Tyler was unfortunate because the King's men were still heavily outnumbered and it looked as though the rebels were about to attack them for what they'd done to Watt. Because you can assume that Ralph the Squire was still stabbing him because he really enjoyed stabbing. He'd stab anything. He'd stab trees. No! He'd stab rabbits in the bottom. Watch them hop off. He'd go and try and stab the sea itself. No! Just stabbing at the sea. He was he'd gone wrong. Dad. Yeah, he was a stabbing machine. <laughs> why did why did they even like what Tyler? He was just being unrude. Really, really, really rude. A f- ten thousand a million hundred percent rude. Well, he he paid the price for being rude, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's unalive. So, so he got. So that person who likes stabbing things just kept stabbing him for the rest of his dead Ralph, body. Yeah, for, Rab, Ralph just kept going. Just assume for the rest, Ralph. Yeah. For the rest of his life. So when he gets bored, he just stabs what Tyler. So he brought him his dead body home. I don't, I don't think he'd be allowed to do that. I think he'd have liked to, but I don't think he would have been allowed to. So the king and his man. And Ralph over in the corner stabbing Watt Tyler. They're facing <laughs> thousands of angry rebels. And it's at this moment that King Richard got on his horse. And I he galloped away. No, Yay! he wasn't. He was brave. He rode forwards towards the rebels and he gave them a speech. And he spoke of how he had heard their concerns. And that he had already committed to reforms for them because he was a good and just king and they were his true people. And he only wanted the best for the citizens of England. And that they could rest assured that if they stopped this revolt now and they went home, he would start on making things better. But they could still visit him. Yeah, they could come for meals so long as they phoned in advance to let him know. And he would get on with all of those reforms he promised as soon as he put out the fires all over London because he really needed to put those fires out as soon as possible because they've been burning a few days now but as soon as that was done he was going to get on the rebels demands hooray yeah so and you know what visit him so they were all pen pals they were all so happy with what the king had said and they were so moved that they said okay king we trust you we're going to go home now thank you and they went they went back home happy to leave what tyler lying there on the floor still being stabbed <laughs> they all just went home However, happy tears. Of the remaining advisers, 
One was John O'Gaunt. John! Who had escaped from the Tower of London. And he insisted that rather than do all the things that he'd said, the king should hunt down the rebels as further revolts had sprung up all over the country. So the people in the southeast where London is, they got everything they wanted. And so the people in the northwest went, oh, I bet if we have a revolt, we can get loads of good stuff. And the people in the northeast had gone, what about us? We want we want good stuff. And the people of Norwich went, oh, I bet we could have a quick revolt, get some nice things. So it started springing up all over the country. <laughs> so everybody asked for the good stuff in the... What did he do? Um, with some of the soldiers finally returning from France to help out King Richard, he went back on all of the promises he'd made within a few days and he started having people charged with treason. Treason? So all, all those pe- treason? Um, that's a very serious crime. So mm. all Did of those, they get sent to the court? They got sent to the courts, but it was pretty much a foregone conclusion what was going to happen. So They were guilty. When the king accuses you of treason, you're going to be guilty. Dad? Yeah? So what did they do? Did they did he throw them in prison for a little while? And then they let him out so he so they could have the good stuff. No, he never gave them the good stuff. He'd been lying. The king had been lying all this time. He just said that to wait till his soldiers got back and then he cracked down on all the rebels and he said, "No. You straighten up and fly right. You get back to your farms and you toil and you work for little money because I've got my army now. So you listen." Because it turned out he wasn't a nice person after all. <laughs> He'd just been doing what he needed to do to get the rebels to go away so that he could get his armies back. And then once he had all of his armies, he's like, I've got armies now, so you will listen, you naughty people. And any of you who don't, I'll charge with treason and have you killed. So shh. You. You want your olives? I promised you olives. No olives for you. Back to your farm. You will eat turnips. I do like turnips. Oh, well, then you're okay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. But no pig. You're not allowed no bacon, just the turnip. And you can't cook it because you can't afford fuel, so it's got to be raw. I hate raw stuff. Then I'll, I'll just be sick. Well, you'll be sick then. But you've still got to go to work the next day. He was not a nice person, was the king, turned out. Although, in many ways, the peasants revolted failed as... Most of the workers were still working for low wages and had very few rights. The revolt did mean that the king and his government didn't risk introducing another poll tax. I think the king should be stabbed with the person who was stabbing Watt Tyler. So he should go, OK, time to stab you because you are just being rude to, to, to our people. So now I am crowning myself king. Stab, stab, stab. You think Ralph the Squire should have yes. unilaterally declared himself king? And then put, and then when the crown rolled off of his head, he just put it on his head and said, I'll make the... So, you are now my people. I will I will make the rules fair for everybody. Mm. Because I am now king. The old king, king who was very, very mean died. Because died. I stabbed him. Ah, that's not died, though, is it? No, he just got stabbed. He got stabbed, yes. You've stabbed the king. I stabbed the king, so now I am king. Right, so you're, yeah, okay. And I may make everything fair, so I will share my money. 
Yeah, and Ralph then, didn't do that. And then all the people said, "Hooray!" hooray it's a nice idea, but hooray, at least at least the king didn't risk another poll tax. So he went, "Well, we're not going to give them all the rights, but we can't tax them again because we can't risk another another revolt like that." Because I don't think they'll fall for me agreeing to everything again. I think if I tried to agree to everything again, they would probably just chop my head off. So I think <gasps> we need to... say that word. What? Don't... Head? No. Chop? All of it. I don't like it when you're mentioning death. You just talked about stabbing a king. Yeah, but that was because he was being mean. This is the same king that I said might get his head chopped off if he tried to introduce another tax. Do you not think that's true? You don't think that if he, if he, after all of this, tried to introduce another tax on all these people, might get stabbed? Yes. Yes. It would be a long, slow process for workers in England to gain the right to choose where they would work, to fair wages, to basic health and safety standards, and to social safety nets, should they become ill or injured. Will, will they also go... Go and visit him and have fancy meals. Oh, the king didn't want to know workers. He's too posh and rich. They're just people to do the jobs he doesn't want to do. But? Yeah. King Richard II wasn't a nice man. I don't like King Richard II. No, I don't either. He's me, and I don't like people that disrespect other people. I know you don't either. You're very sensitive to that, aren't you? You're a champion of workers' rights, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. I like standing up for people. Well, the British workers would still have to riot again at least one more time to stop some idiot from introducing a poll tax. But that's a story for another time. Yeah. Okay. And that is the story of the Peasants' Revolt, which was the first time, really, workers in England tried to get better conditions for themselves. But they failed. They failed, but if they hadn't have started it, we wouldn't probably be in a situation we're in now where workers do have quite a few rights. Like, I can't be made to work. I can't be told where to work, can I? No. I get to pick. And do, you, that... do you like pe- picking where you work? Yeah, I do. And lots of other people like picking where they work as well. And I like the fact that I get sick pay. So if I'm ill, I still get paid. And I like holiday pay, which means that when I'm off to spend time with you and Milo, I still get paid. Dad? Yeah? Why did the king want people people to be unalived and just him and his army in the world? No, he didn't. He He wanted anyone who tried to take away his money or tried to tell him what to do he wanted to unalive a few of them to send a message to everyone else that this is what happens if you cross me so he didn't have to kill lots of people just one or two and then everyone else went well i don't want to be killed so i'm i'm just gonna i'm just gonna follow his rules and i think i'm gonna show you with a picture what what he's like tomorrow oh yeah Mm mm-hmm Oh, you don't like King Richard II then? He's no. not your favourite king. Is he not top of your king charts? Nope. So he's he's below Harold? Yeah, he's below... He's way, way below Harold. Is he above or below William I, William the Conqueror? Is he better or worse than William the Conqueror? 
worst. Oh, so he's bottom of your king's list, yes. is he? Wow. I, I kind of like William a bit more now. Right. What, I because he didn't, he didn't just go back on his word? Yeah, because he wasn't mean. He just wanted a crown. He won his war. He was actually a reformer. He actually... He set things up. He actually wanted to... He, I think he just wanted a crown. He improved the castles in England. They were all made of wood. Um, bef- well, most of them were made of wood when he got here, but he replaced them all with stone castles. So a lot of the castles that we go and visit these days are, you know, will come from the time of William the Conqueror. So we've got a lot to thank him for. Dad, mm? I think that King Harold, Hald and William are both at the top of my king chart. Right, and who's at the bottom? The king that we were talking about just now. What, Richard II? Yes, I hate Richard II. As we do more, you'll find there's lots of kings that are fun to hate. There are lots of really bad rulers. Well, and... they'll just be at the bottom of my king chart. And if they're, they they made some bad choices and then apologise for them, like he, they, he, he pretended, pretended to, to do, then he's... And they're in the middle, a little bit bad and a little bit well, good. Well, of all the kings that we've had, the workers have only got rid of one. So, so who was the best? Who who is the best king that we've already had? I mean, Alfred the Great, probably. Alfred? Yeah. Who's Alfred? He's the one who fought Vikings. He created. Well, he he did a lot of the heavy lifting of creating England out of all the warring because there was Mercia and there was Wessex, you know, and there was Northumberland. So there were all these different kingdoms. He did the heavy lifting of pulling them all together into one one country. And who did we go and visit when we went back to Malmesbury? Malmesbury. Athelstan. We went and saw where Athelstan is, didn't we? The first king of England. He's a good king. Yeah, he lives lives in in the fairy wood at... At Wookie Holes. Does he? Yeah, he lives at the fairyland at Wookie Holes, that little fairy bit at the little castle that's there. Oh, big if true. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say before we finish our podcast, uh, our podcast this week? Yes. Go on. Goodbye, podcasting world. We may not do a podcast for, for a long, long time, but... I hope you enjoy this one and just keep watching the ones that we've already done if you get a bit bored and you want to watch our podcasts. Goodbye now. Listen to our podcast. Okay. Goodbye now. Bye. It's Emma, Chief Organiser at Consistently Eccentric, here to remind you all that if you like what you hear, you can catch up with all previous episodes and session series by searching for us on Acast, Spotify and iTunes. How fancy. You can also join us on Instagram at Consistently Eccentric Podcast, where we update on the weekly episode and post all of our bonus content for you lucky lot. See you next week. does that person like stabbing people and why did he just stab two people ralph only stabbed one person he just stabbed him a lot he just kept stabbing what because he was very annoyed with what tyler he's like if you'd have just left you'd have got everything you wanted but you didn't you had to come back and disrespect the king and now he's angry and now i'm enjoying this
and stabby, stabby, stab, stab. <laughs> and then they Dead. moved Watt's body away and he was just stabbing the floor. She couldn't stop. <laughs> what? Why? Where and some he... say his ghost is still stabbing that floor. If you wow. go to Smithfield on a dark and stormy night, you'll see Squire Ralph stabbing the floor. <laughs> and can I say, is he a friendly dude? Who? Squire Ralph? Yeah. I imagine he was friendly. Was he? F- is he friendly? What, the ghost that I've just made up? Yes. Yay! The ghost of Squire Ralph, who haunts Smithfield, is very friendly. Hooray! He won't stab anyone who is polite. So as long as you're polite to him, he'll be very friendly. But if you don't say please and thank you, he'll ghost stab you. It doesn't hurt. It's quite unnerving. It's quite awkward as he tries to ghost stab you ineffectually for hours. Is his, is his stab a ghost? Well, you can't stab a ghost and a ghost can't stab you. Yeah, because ghosts things just go through your they body. They do, they just go through your body, don't they? Yeah. Just through it, straight through it.